I just I don't ever want to go viral doing, doing some goofy shit. Yeah, you can't shake that shit. Nah, like you always gonna be like like for example uh, a pizza a pot a pizza a pan dance the man you know that nigga gonna be the nigga that was funny though. A pita a pica a pickle a pan. Yeah. Like, yeah. He gonna be some funny grand dance nigga like nigga do 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 damn Daniel he gonna be good he gonna be a man. Like jigging and shit. Between that and uh, they kept going to the store, fucking with the dude that looked like Drake. They was calling that nigga uh, buy right Drake and some shit like that. Kept calling that nigga Dollar Store Drake. He was calling him all kind of shit, man. A Peter, a Piper, a pick. But I'm just saying, the rest of his life, that's that's who he gonna be. He gonna be he gonna be gray haired, and they gonna have that nigga using his legs shimmying. That nigga, listen. For the that rest nigga of his shimmied life. his way all the way to Wildin' Out. He did. And still wasn't talking. Oh, so all he would do is the is the same He'd fucking do dance. Some motions and shit. Wow. He never talked. Cause he got famous for not saying shit, just dancing and acting silly and stupid. Yeah, cause that nigga was like in in niggas' studio sessions and shit, doing that dumb ass shit. Wow. He's getting the bag. Peter. Into the bag. A pickup. Because that was Patrick. The other dude was Dan. Patrick and Dan. Patrick oh, was the black dude that was talking. Yeah. And Patrick, uh, he became a meme after that because he for the face, the one face he made, that became a meme. Yeah. So niggas be going down in meme history. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like that one nigga that used to throw up the peace sign and fucking disappear and shit. Yeah. yeah. Peace. <laughs> yeah, you know what though that nigga looks like everybody knows someone who looks kind of like that guy yeah in real life he's a very like familiar face that's be that's what be fucked up too because it's like damn are you that dude who do the peace out and, and ghost away no nigga none of that shit you know um, no? that's like uh my one dude that went viral that was real fat I forget his name uh little dude he was huge Big fat dude, little dude, he went viral. Shit, that motherfucker done lost all that weight. He been in the gym, so now he like what was this. He, what was he? What was he known for? I, he was just uh, just doing videos, being a short, dark skinned fat nigga that was always eating and shit. Just big guy. Mm, I don't know who that is. I forget his name. It'll come to me. Little Terrio. I think he even tried to do some music at one point too. If, you got to know when when. <laughs> When you can't turn nothing like that into music, man, it, it, that's a hard. Well, you know, hard, he was he was a little yeah. kid. You know, it had to be some people in his ear. But yeah. what happened was he was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm not about to be known as a little fat kid no more." And that motherfucker got in the gym, and now he showed his transition. It was dope. That went viral. Niggas was okay, like, "Little Terrio ain't fat no more." That was dope. I'm big Terrio. That's like Fat Boy SSE. His first video, he went. It took one video for him. That motherfucker did that Subway video. Nigga went into Subway and bought some cookies, and was like, "These cookies fucking rock. These cookies is good. These fucking cookies and threw them at the nigga. <laughs> fucking good. 
Give me two more. And then that became a whole thing. And he created a whole career off of that. Do good ass. He do some good music too, but he get to it. Doing shows. He been making money every since. Because he owned that. That was his mm. shit on his page. You know what I mean? That's, and that's really where the where the gag be at half the time. It's like you do a video with some, like the Spoken Reasons and, and the yeah. other cat. Like they was talking about who, you know, because if it's on your page, then you get the views. Mm-hmm. You talk about what you gonna do for splits, or or we gonna or we gonna release the video on our page at the same time, and yeah. then niggas be doing doing them. Yeah, cause D Storm and all of them do that. Like if one of them is they all in the same video, they all gonna put it out at the same time. On, cause it's gonna go viral even quicker. Cause they all got. Mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of right. followers so it makes sense you know what i mean but that's why homeboy was so pissed because he uh that ended up why you on the question asking on yeah, the question that was like, a whole moment <clears throat> yeah. Ooh? it's that that song that they was that they did like yeah. why you asking them questions why you, you did ask- what who yeah you did what you you watch out. Yeah, okay, so out. so they they wanted to get paid from it and they couldn't because well, Nick what happened it? was um, he was starting to develop a fan base. Spoken Reason was like the biggest thing at the time, right? So Spoken Reason was like, shit, you come on my page and you do that, it's gonna take off because everything I do at this point take off, right? He at that that point, spoken reason pretty much on YouTube. Yeah, he was he was getting to it. He was getting to it. I think he got a drug problem now. Some some is different with dude, but um, basically, <clears throat> homeboy did that video, and the whole time spoken reason looking at him all crazy, which was hilarious too because he was looking at him like the fuck. Right. But that video took off and created. He created a whole career off of that. Right with all them random songs that they was doing. Yeah. Hmm. So, but right. the thing is, there was an agreement put in place, and it became commonplace that whenever Spoken Reason do some shit, he don't pay you. Pretty much, then, and, and so essentially, it it made some issues within that that part of the. Yeah. He burnt a lot industry. of people. So if you know, like if you notice, like uh, D Storm. Uh, I forget my one dude. He been out here killing it for a while. So they had a whole little clique. Yep. And even uh my dude uh Nelly Viz from here. Nelly Viz is from Cleveland. He went out there and was doing videos with them, getting to it. They all be promoting their own together. They all you know. You essentially got you making your own media company in a in a way like a smaller a smaller version of that. But That's him. Yeah, that's spoken reasons, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't shit. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. His soldier boy shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because they used to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. they got a beef. So you know, Emmanuel, Emmanuel yeah. Hudson. So look, right. he went. Spoken reason went on while and out. Manuel Hudson tore his ass apart on that bitch. Uh-huh. He tore him apart on Because, you know, Manuel Hudson can rap. And, you know, they do their right. battle shit. They shit got serious. I bet. Like, it was a real thing. So, yeah, man. Pay your people. Or figure it out. But it's all business. And, that I mean, it ain't personal. 
It's business. And you got to understand your value before you do certain things. And you only you only as good as what you negotiate. And that's what people got to understand. Ooh, very this true. is actually a very good segue into what our topic is going to be about today. Segue, yeah, so let me hear you. So this is going to be news. a snip of so Snip episode of Whoa. Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. Shit. Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Our Instagram, all one word, Unapologetic Advice and Trilly. Where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. Right. You, know you know that pro model. Not anymore. Oh. It's actually plain underscore dang. That's more like <laughs> it. I totally had a Freudian slip there. I thought I was pimping, but I am not. So I had sent you guys a, a video of, um, and I don't I don't know what this guy's actual name is. Y'all know who this is. You know who this is? Let me see. What's his name? That looked like nigga off of oh. uh, Boys to Men or something. No, that's the writer dude. Oh, okay. He's a writer. I forget his name, but he he he's written and worked with a lot of different artists. So he's in this video from Sauceware.audio on Instagram. Um, so I'm trying to think, what is his name? Uh, Ty. It's Ty Tribbett. Yeah. So his Instagram is Ty Trivet oh, yeah. with two T's. He's actually, oh yeah, he's actually a gospel just, artist just too, y'all. I'm just gonna say this though, like, not a not a subtle flex. This is a real flex. We have the equipment now where you can now connect that to the to the to the board so that people can hear what you're talking about. But you told me don't 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 play stuff like that. Am I allowed to play stuff like that now? That's that's no that's that's not anybody's copyrighted material. That's that's social media. Yeah, yeah. Ty Trivet, he's uh he's a gospel artist, um, but he does work with secular artists as well. Um, he's worked with the likes of Timberland. Um, he's worked with a lot of different artists. Um, did it? You already looked it up? No, it's not coming up. Well, that's because we're in the middle of recording. Oh well, shit. <laughs> so Ty Trevitt says he he gives uh some background into how Crimea River was made, and he said that you know when you go go in the booth with Timberland, you know you just be vibing and shit, and it's like a whole hour, you know, and then all of a sudden, dun, 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 dun. you know he, he he said that's him. He said that's that's motherfucking me. That's me. He said, but uh, oh, no, that, that niggas have parties all the time. Like you know, you party with Prince, he said, but, you party with but everybody. Timberland records everything from the time you bring your ass in there. Yeah. And so he said, you know, Timberland made what a shit ton. I made two thousand. Yeah, I'm two grand for that shit. So what's paid. Your, so you were just talking about you know like making sure you own things. So what's your advice on someone who may be invited to a session of something or some some sort creative any type of creative venture and everything's recorded? What would be your advice to someone young who's or someone who's new to the culture of that that they could then make sure they're having a understanding of what they're really signing up for it's two things but i'm gonna let i'm gonna let trilly say what he gonna say first but then i'm gonna, um, I'm gonna probably say something a little more realer on it so in that situation um don't go to a spring with a shot glass and then get upset when you leave thirsty i say this because i mean yeah tight tripping in his own right is successful as far as gospel go like he's one of the bigger gospel artists. Might not have heard of him. But I wonder if it was early, early in his career. Maybe that was it. It could be that but too. Yeah, you know but what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Crimea River 
came out when it came out. But Toxic. Oh, that was like 2003. Yeah. A long ass time ago. Yeah, it was like 03. Love, love, what's it called? Love Sense? Is that his album name? Justin's album? Well, I thought it was like Future, future, future Sex. Future Love Sex Sound. No, is that what that one was? I think that I'm going to look it up. But either way, um, no, it wasn't on. It was on Justified. Okay. Crimey River was That was like Justified. 2003. But what I'm saying is, is 2002. That, 20 like years this. ago. He, he, was, he was successful enough. To the point, the likes of Timberland had them in on session. That's true. So don't go to a spring with a shot glass. You're not about to sit here and tell me, oh, that sound dope. So he was 26 at the time because he's 46 now. So it was 20 years ago. So Ty Trevor would have yeah. been 26. Yeah. But he was, make, he was making his rounds. I mean, he trust me. Essence Fest and all them knew who he was. He was moving around. But the thing is, in that situation... No, I don't want no cash. I want points, motherfucker. This is obviously about to be something. This can be something. I don't know what it is. I, you know, give, I want the back end. I don't want the the, the, the easy front end because we don't know what this can be because you're on this. Everything that you touch can either go gold or platinum. And this is well documented. And, and even then, this wasn't Timberland before Missy. This was Timberland after everything had took place you know what i mean so you only get what you negotiate in situations and when you don't know you don't know you know what i mean but and, and that's what i was gonna get to is that you don't know what your value is in that anyway you know especially in the music industry you ain't really did nothing till you got into a space where you took a lump <laughs> i mean that's really what it is because yeah. you done had to get into the room and you ain't got no leverage anyway right so, it's 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 similar to, to to shoes. These these athletic contracts, right? You you get drafted. You don't get to come in and be like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want I don't want this table. rookie deal. Yeah, you got invited to the table. Like you already know what I can do. You know, like you you ain't doing none of that. You got to do your your three years in a possible. Yeah. For that six million, that's if you first round top ten. Everybody else. You know what I'm saying? The league minimum getting more than what y'all getting, and you already know that because they done because they done been there now, right? Mm-hmm. You just gotta try to make it, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, far as vocal arrangement, music choice, production choice, I tribute the dog out here. Always have been on the gospel side. Like he wanted a more, you know, you got if you if you do a concert, and you want to pack it out. You gonna call Mary Mary? You gonna call my one dude? Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who you gonna, you gonna call? Kirk Franklin, <laughs> Marvin Sapp. Or some BB and CC. BB and CC. Ty Trevin. Like you gonna see his name a lot, but it mess. I ain't gonna lie. That shocked me. I'm like, what? And then he told me who he was actually hanging with at the time. Like in that in that mm-hmm. interview, he was talking about all these different people that's big right now. He like, yeah, I was in the studio session. It was big, such, 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 such. And next thing you know, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, no, he ain't saying that he. He like, yeah, I, that's me. I said, that's heavy. He said, check the credits. He ain't lying. He is. He's in the linear notes, but that's the same with uh. Um, what you call it? Uh, husband from uh, Mary Mary. 
Mm. Her husband produced a lot of Kanye's earlier stuff. Ooh. See, that's the thing a lot of people don't understand about the gospel community. They be have, they be getting that secular dollar too. Oh yeah, oh, they get yeah. that secular dollar too because they do some of the best arrangements musically right. on the planet because they know how to work a choir. They know how to work a keyboard. That's true. They, they grew up if, in the church doing if it. If they work an organ, then you know how to work several keyboards with different chords and chord progressions. All of that matters. Yeah. You can sell your chord progressions and people ain't doing nothing but dropping them in what's called a DAW anyway, which is, you know, the, uh, you know, like Reason or, you know, the just a program, Pro Tools, we can build Fruity beats Loop. around it. So you take the pieces you want and expound on it basically. Yeah, and somebody got to, somebody got to play it. But at that point, when you put it into like the music, uh, software is a data point. So that way you don't have to actually play it. You're just taking that sound and using it, manipulating Not it even the on. sound. It's just the the point in which you would make the sound so you can replace that sound with any sound that you want to right any any key any all you need is an eight count but at the end of the day it's still based on the foundation of an actual person playing a sound until it's yeah. a computer until it's a computer <laughs> right i mean best example of that to me kanye runaway do you know right now if he go out on the stage and hit one key the whole damn crowd go crazy yeah because they know what it is that's yeah. crazy. And that's the same way with anything. Like, if you can play any keyboard or chords, you the man. You can play a guitar, you the man. I know this is off topic, but how many how many instruments does Kanye play? Have you guys seen how many? I ain't never seen nah, him play never. So he doesn't play any. He know how to hire a good team of musicians because he understands music and he understands. You don't think he, he at least know how to play the, the piano? He could probably play a few keys because most producers can. You know what I mean? But that don't mean he's actually mastered it. He's mastered utilizing it to create a whole sound. That's like you know saying I mean? DJ Khaled know how to play, you know, the harp or something. Don't know how to do nothing. <laughs> Khaled don't know how to do nothing. He could do some beats or whatever, but trust me, he got help. All of them got help. Kanye would be in a studio with about forty-five different musicians. I think yeah. I think Khaled had a video where he was talking about how he had people in the studio making the sounds. I can't remember he had a specific person he was working with. I feel like I saw a video with, uh, about that. I cool can't remember. Cool and Dre on a bunch of stuff. Like okay. Cool and Dre, two of the biggest producers in Florida, Miami. Like he worked with them on several hundreds of songs. That's kind. Of, that's crazy. And Cool and Dre by themselves is crazy, but at the same time, get this money. Let's get this money because. Khaled is going to bring the talent. Yep. So for me, I don't really have a, a ton of advice because I'm not somebody in the music space. But I would say, in general, my advice would be when you do have opportunity, like, look, I don't have no musical talent at all. But I know goddamn well if Timberland invited me, was like, look, Gemini, Gemini, I need you to come and play the keyboard. I'd be like, you know I don't play the keyboard. Can you hit a key? Now, can I hit a key? Yes. But since now that I know that you record everything, how much money you about to pay me to hit this key? Mike, no, nah, you ain't got no left. <laughs> so that's that's the thing that you don't you don't have right then. Mm, so know. so that's what you're saying. Like yeah. he 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 got the equivalent of not making the plus two thousand by just being in the room for the exposure. That $2, Is that what you're getting at? Got, got him. That's a what I'm saying. Like it's exposure. Yeah. Listen to me. He got his name as a credit on the song so even though he didn't get paid that's the dudes that you did to be like you now nah, he got a plaque 
You get what I'm saying? And best believe. Is that how that works with it? Man, listen. Oh, everybody gets one? Oh, okay. That's I, mean, I didn't know that. for the play. <laughs> oh, I didn't know for, shit. But this is the thing. Just off of that, an industry insider type deal. Right. Everybody know who Ty Trippin is. Right. You know, That's what I'm saying. Like, you put them keys on Cry Me a River. I'm, I want him on mine. I want him on mine, and that, and that's how I worked with like, like Mary, Mary, the one girl, her husband. You know, all it took was, I mean, when you got an ear for it as a musician, you like, wait a minute, who playing that in the back? Let me holler at them. Yeah, that's how ghostwriters work. That's yeah. how songwriters go. Like, there's most of the time, it's like eight people that be on the song writing it. Yeah, like it's. it's or you might get a ghostwriter who on a local side yep. that, that can rap and it might have got some regional airplay and they like, you know what, his voice suck, but that boy got them bars. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the last part of this. I'm gonna segue this into the everyday person who may not be a creative. Yeah, so this works. when you're talking about, you know, um I see a lot of memes and TikToks and stuff about Gen Z and how they basically don't take no shit. And that they, you know, like, are you willing to do this? And they'd be like, nah, I'm not. So what's your advice on the, what you just talked about in the creative space to be in the, the corporate space or, you know, the general space with that I level of things? Could I go first? Go I go first on it. Like, it, it, it worked till you got to move out of mommy and daddy house. Right. You, <laughs> that's really where the where they true leverage is that they, didn't, they don't got to work for real yeah right? chef type shit i'm i don't gotta get off and get my own health care till i'm 26 these days yeah. right so there's really no true true incentive. i'm not people that's that's around me we ain't having kids right you got all of that so so there's i can go backpacking for a lot of them do right months at a time go in the hostels and you know live on 200 dollars a month which a lot of them do because them niggas eating trail mix and chilling. Yeah. And walking like a motherfucker. Really, they can eat like slobs. So it's a, the Gen Z population, they're very, they got it very easy because they're very pampered. And even like to that, aging off their parents' insurance, but yet their parents are still calling brokers to get plans for them. Oh, I just After. wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to call because my son, okay, how, he's 30. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Gen Z, I mean, they don't take no shit, but that's also AKA, I, I'm not really trying to work too fucking hard for the man and all that yeah. old shit. But when they move out of mommy and daddy house or move in with that girlfriend or that roommate and they find out freedom isn't free, pressure, it costs a healthy fucking fee. Now your ass willing to do any and everything. Now your ass working, uh, uh, you, you know, you trying to be an actor. You a barista in the morning. Right. Your ass working at a, you, you, you know, you, you a sous chef at night. And yeah. Now somewhere. you, now you sound like somebody granddad. Something about some. Don't nobody outwork me. Right. But now it, you ain't did nothing but just push your timeline back further. You could have been, you could have been up, you could have been up already. And they could have been up by doing those things that basically Ty Tribbett did. Is that what you're kind of get getting down, at? Take your lumps early. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, the quicker he you get up in there, the more you, the more you become accustomed to whatever the fields or field or fields that you're trying to gain experience in. Right. 
that's the experience is what brings you to these opportunities and you know when they, when you can take them because now you done kind of seen it or you done took some lumps and then i was about to say that too it's 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 two type of lumps and it's two types of people right there's the lumps we talk about and there's the lumps we really just don't talk about it's people still living in regret about the lumps and it's people that learn from their lumps and they took it, you know, on the chin and smile about it. Only tell a small circle about it. Like Ty ain't have to tell that story. Nah. I would have he probably he died with that story. Because I'm not telling you about the biggest fucking L in the music industry that I've ever taken of that magnitude. That I'm was wondering a huge if, L. And I'm wondering if he's if the purpose was this conversation up front. Like, yeah, I got paid two racks for this, but I yeah. fucking jammed out with Timberland and on one of the biggest albums of that that era. Right. On one of the Just biggest the songs in that era that is a classic. I would I would beg I would I would argue with somebody to say that that's not a classic. I the mean, beat is a classic alone. Right. And and it's like, you know, and right now we're in the age of reels. So you never really get the whole story unless you dig and try to find an interview. Mm-hmm. Mike fuck around make you pay for the whole interview these days. <laughs> but um right. interview plus. Yeah, you gotta go That's a good plus. idea. Just trademark that shit. <laughs> I mean, people doing it. We just need our own platform for that shit. It's easy to get one. But um, but yeah. And then I mean you got the people that like I said, you either gonna learn from your lumps or you're gonna take your lumps and you're gonna you're gonna learn your worth. And and trust me, the Timberlands of the world took their fucking lumps. You can look at their credits and see that shit. Yeah. I mean, for real, for you know, they, they was ghost producing, yeah, yeah, down and whatever else, you know. Man, listen, it seemed like soon as Jay took off, you never even knew who the fuck D. Dot was after that. You ain't know who the fuck the Mad Rapper was after Jay took off, but you never know that he was ghost writing a lot. Of, he was ghost producing a lot of shit for Bad Boy at a time nobody knew who the hell he was. For real, like responsible for their sound yeah yeah you saw him on making a band <laughs> in the background yeah with glasses on big ass teeth you know who the fuck he was looking at <laughs> yeah mad rapper but that's but that's what happens we we all got to learn from something you know what i mean same thing with women i mean you know y'all don't know good sex until y'all didn't have some bad sex same thing with everything music industry or till you have better sex but that's what i'm but not that that it doesn't mean but it but it doesn't mean that it's bad though and i i think men and women on that front like you don't really know something's bad usually like in the beginning you don't know what's something sweet to you till it tastes something sour yeah you wake up every day licking sugar you don't know sugar is sweet you just think this how shit's supposed to taste until you stumble across something that tastes sour in the motherfucker or I mean, it's like having it's like having honeydew. It's got a sweet tint of sweetness oh, to it. You like well, eight honeydew. Okay, well, whatever. A, a melon. Cantaloupe Jesus Christ. A melon. Why it's they like put them both together. All the okay. It's like if you had a little bit of a melon, right? You're like, wow, this kind of this is watery, but it's a little sweetness to it. Then then you get a strawberry. Now that doesn't mean that honeydew, cantaloupe, watermelon is bad. It's just a now you. But it ain't as sweet as a strawberry. Now you a strawberry motherfucker, and that's just how it is. With side note, I don't. Like none of them melons except I tolerate honeydew. But yeah, go ahead. But just that's just but that's just life though. It's just like we don't know shit until we experience things. And then on top of that, experience in a lot of situations is the best teacher because a lot of the motherfuckers around us are wolves anyways. They're not trying to teach us. 
A wolf Facts. don't have to. A wolf not gonna teach you how to hunt. Is motherfucker either you run and you starve. You're not. Yeah. So you're not gonna learn like yeah, with yeah. someone telling you what to do. Yeah. And that's what Gen Z gotta understand as well. You ain't gonna learn. You better run, motherfucker, and you better look back and and look at past and, and study shit and and look at the pitfalls of what happened to different folks. Cause half the time the the motherfuckers that's teaching you ain't did it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like professors, ain't did a they they in theory, they in theory. You ain't don't even get me started. You hardly got somebody in in real life trying to trying to teach or preach what they have practiced for real. Right. Like, cause you can't. Like, cause it's not in you. If you out there running and you successful, what you what the fuck you really gonna write a book for? You you paying another nigga to write the book? That's <laughs> it. You can put your name on it. That's wow. it. You're not really giving a and fuck. And on top of that, successful people aren't teachers. They become speakers. That's about it. They go on tours. And they just tell you the shit they did. And then they go back out and keep doing what the fuck they've been doing so they can remain successful. And that's only because to get up in front of people because you buying whatever they going and trying to do. It's promotion. Yeah, that's yeah. really all it that's is. That's all it is. It's advanced promotion. And it, get, and it gives motherfucker a platform to just tell you about what they were doing they still ain't even teaching you nope they just giving you the experience of them that's because it it's hard to be like if i do x y and z then i will be in the same exact spot as you. like no it's time circumstance luck there's a whole it's lot a whole bunch of shit there. getting shit motherfucker listen if you if you knew that the world was gonna push on your ass like to the point where your fucking arms and hands might bleed, and you know the day that that's coming, nigga, you be doing push-ups every day until that day come. Same thing with opportunity. You supposed to get ready, nigga, because ain't nobody going to tell you when to be ready. You got to always be fucking ready, nigga. Yep. That's like nigga leaving the house with the hammer. Nigga, right, you, you can, leaving the house Don't get caught lacking. You ain't going to get caught lacking, bitch. <laughs> you going to keep it on. I keep it on me. Same thing with opportunities and experience and, right. and hunger and drive, nigga. Keep it on you, nigga. Don't don't be lacking when it when it when that opportunity come up. You uh 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 a whole no. lot of uh and what you want me to and I can't. Nah, we uh, need you to get the fuck up out of here. Right. Too short said it best. Yo, I mean, I'm I'm standing in front of in, in front of somebody who who started the same day. Somebody said, "Yo, you want to make some motherfucking money? Let's go." But listen, it, and that's still a funny line to me. I always get mad with the, with the, the, two, short, the two short line. That nigga said, uh, I'm playing Dope Fiend Beast, and the shit still hit. Trying to stick my dick all on her lips. She said, no, I never did it before. Well, you ain't the bitch I'm looking for. Huh? She's rich and thick and chocolate and wouldn't hesitate to lick this dick. Now, I'm not saying y'all need to suck dick. I'm just saying that if opportunity... <laughs> It's a penis that requires a skill set oh for you to be able to handle it, then get fucking ready. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Now, I'm only saying that in theory because it's a lot of women ready to fuck, but is it a lot of women or men ready to work? With that being said, this has been another snip or so. No. Let them unpack it. In a in a better way because if he go it, nah <laughs> no I felt like that was a I, I felt where you was going but like nah we gonna butt this up with a real good 
moral ending to this. Yeah, all right, all right. right. We gonna continue this new episode. <laughs> all right, basically, it's gonna be called the liquor soul. No, they ready to, they ready to fuck, a but soul. they ain't ready to work. Yeah, all right, I can't do all right. But basically, what I'm Trill saying, Kardashian, get your ass up and work. No one wants to fucking go to work. Get a good support system and work. Yeah, true Kardashian bitch on earth. But nah, I'm saying all this because guess what? The secret to success is that you're willing to do a bunch of shit that other people are not willing to do at a, a higher skill set than most can. Like shit, I I use fucking and all that, but I use Kobe Bryant. I use oh, Michael yeah. fucking Jordan. Yeah. I use fucking Ross Perot. I I use fucking uh. A bunch of successful motherfuckers that got up early as shit. Uh, shit. Elon Musk of the world, who who got help, but they all were taught certain work ethics that they had to live with. Kobe had a father that was on his ass. A lot of it starts with your surroundings. Serena and Venus Williams. Serena and Venus. I mean, shit, it was either get shot in your ass or play tennis. Which one? Oh, okay. That's what the fuck I thought. Let's go play this tennis. Because sometimes your circumstances is what creates that animal that want more out of life. Right. Because if, like I like I said, I sit across from CEOs all the time. Different between me and them is, nigga, for me, poverty is around the fucking corner. Poverty is a drug habit over a summer and missing out on paying some shit. You can go to your dad or whomever the fuck that helped you get into, you know, Walton or whatever the fuck school you were in, you know. Warden. Uh, Warden. Warden. There you go. I say Walton. Because I don't give a fuck what school it is. I come from the school of hard knocks, nigga. And I graduated that bitch with honors. And I always made the dean's list. Because that ratchet stayed on me, nigga. <laughs> he wasn't lacking. I wasn't lacking. No, but that's just it. I'll close it out with that. Um, the bottom line is, if you always ready, you ain't got to get ready. You know, and stop being so ready for the wrong shit. Be prepared for the shit that everybody else don't want to be prepared for. If you if you around a bunch of motherfuckers that don't know something and they keep telling you, because we are, I hate to say it, but we as people are so happy to tell you, man, I don't know how to do that shit. I don't know how to do that shit. Then guess what your ass need to be doing? You need to be the motherfucker that know how to do this shit that he talking about he can't do so you can charge his silly ass. You don't want to do the work, then I'm going to do that shit. But you got to pay me, motherfucker, because guess what? I've been doing it for months now and look at what, what's happened. So I can help you. Find your niche that way. Gen X. Muff, all you kept motherfuckers. Gen Z. Gen Z. I'm Gen X about to be mad. They're going to be in there going on Facebook going ham. Fuck. Because <laughs> Gen X got some lazy motherfuckers. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But I can add one thing to that because there's nothing wrong with starting from a, a, low, a lower position or doing what other people don't do if you know what the end game is for yourself so don't always like you can overwork but overwork for a purpose and a time limit exactly right you you don't want to keep doing that just cause like you don't even know what the end goal is right the, the end goal should always be the experience that's the first thing right cause people ain't gonna pay you sometimes people ain't gonna train you sometimes mm-hmm. People ain't gonna give you shit, to be honest. Right. So you're gonna so you're gonna have to do it for a purpose and know what that know what that goal is in order to get you to the next level that you wanna get to. Right. It's called getting in the way of the money. It's 
instead of chasing it. Because mm. experience will put you in the way of the money. If you got experience and a skill set, you ain't. Once motherfuckers know that you're capable and you're able to do certain things that they can't do, you not looking for them no more. They trying to find your ass. I go through that now in my in my position as as a videographer, photographer, anything that got to do with multimedia type shit. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers know that I can do it. So, am I picking up the phone and calling them anymore? No. Clients, I, I'm booked and busy, as the people say. So, I don't have time to sit there and try to talk to you and sell you on me. You already know what the fuck going on over here. So, just cut the check and be ready for the work. You done built a portfolio at this point. You've been, you been in it now. That's it. I've been in it. These bitches know what this dick do. Boom. All right. With that being said, this has been another snipper. So... Motherfucker, don't do nothing for free because if you do, nigga, it's payday later on, motherfucker. You mark ass busters. Right. Don't lack. Don't be lacking. It's old. <laughs> All right. Check this show notes. We out. Bye. Peace.